0: I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 67 of the podcast. Happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get on over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the excitement that is coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. Okay, dads, I have an amazing list of first class fathers who will be joining me on the podcast over the next several weeks. I would like to take just a second here to say thank you to all the many listeners and all of you guys and girls who are continuing to constantly show me support on social media. It really goes a long way to help the podcast. I have thrown my hat into the Instagram ring. So please follow me over there, at Alec Lace. I have had the account, but I am just starting to become active on it as I learn a little bit more. Some people are helping me out, especially my 12-year-old son, who has given me some good pointers. Good old Checkmate Charlie there. I've been able to grow my following on Twitter to a little over 4,500 followers. And I am hoping to do the same thing with Instagram, so please uh, get on over there and follow me. I'm currently somewhere around 200 followers, uh, but from the little acorn grew the mighty oak. Uh, So follow me on over there and keep up to date uh, with the latest and greatest on First Class Fatherhood. All right, today's podcast, I will be fortunate enough to be speaking with First Class Father Shea E. Ajuratutu, who is a six-year NFL veteran. He will be joining me here in just a few minutes, so please stick around for that. And keeping up with the NFL theme, Hall of Fame quarterback and Super Bowl MVP Kurt Warner will be right here talking fatherhood with me on opening day kickoff of the NFL, which is Thursday, September 6th. So please, guys, lock it in, subscribe. You definitely do not want to miss that interview. Also, if you've been following me along on Twitter and Instagram, you have seen some of the other amazing guests that I have lined up to be joining me here on First Class Fatherhood, including Ed Milette. Pete Hegseth, Remy Adelaike, Sean Parnell, Brent Gleason, Rafa Kandi, Ray Cash Care, and many more. So come on, guys. The podcast is really starting to take off. You guys have a lot to do with that. The message is getting out there. Fatherhood rocks, and it should be supported at the highest level, as should family values. And that is what we're all about here on First Class Fatherhood, where every day is Father's Day. So please subscribe and kick this around with any of the dads that you know that may be interested in listening. It really does go a long way. As I'm recording this, I am right now uh, number eight on iTunes uh, for kids and family. We're constantly bouncing back and forth in the top ten. We've hit number one several times. So come on, guys. Join in on the fun. Spread the word around. Sharing is caring. All right, I'm going to smack you with a little spot here on how you can help support the podcast if you're interested. And then stay tuned for my interview with former NFL wide receiver Shea E. Coming up next, I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. I cannot say thank you enough to all the listeners out there. You will hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to help me make First Class Fatherhood ad-free, please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by hitting the link in the description of today's podcast episode. Welcome back to First Class Fatherhood. Joining me now is a First Class father who is a six-year veteran of the NFL. He has played for the now, as they call them, Los Angeles Chargers, the Carolina Panthers, and the Philadelphia Eagles. He played his college ball over at Fresno State, where he led the Bulldogs in receptions and touchdowns. It is a great privilege for me to say, Shea Ajuratutu, tutu. welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Hey, thanks for having me. How's everything going this morning? All right, let's do this. How many kids do you have, and how old are they?
1: So I have twin daughters. Uh, twin daughters, uh, London and Leia, and they're both uh, three and a half.
0: Three and a half. Wow. Okay. Uh, did you have the girls while you were still playing in the NFL?
1: Yeah, I had them uh, while I was still in the NFL. They were born in San Diego, um, but and then we went to Philadelphia and moved them all out across uh, across the country, and we lived out in Philadelphia for a year.
0: What were some of the challenges of being, you know, such a high level athlete uh, while becoming a new father?
1: Uh, the challenges were obviously having twins. Um, kids uh you know, they require a a good a good amount of time, um, love and effort. Um and really it was just moving across country that was that was a big shift. Um and then, you know, just taking care of twins again. Like a lot of people have one child and it's they say it's hard, you know. Burp and feed two kids consistently for two years and then come holler at me.
0: Yeah, wow. I have four kids myself, but I was never blessed to have two at the same time. So as awesome as that sounds, my hat is off to you because as a dad, I can only imagine uh, how challenging that can be.
1: Let's just say my hat is off to you with four kids. You know, I I'm, I haven't stopped at two, but I, I'm just stuck there for a while. That's all. All
0: right. Are the girls uh, competitive at this early age?
1: Yeah, competitive. They're both competitive. Um, it's a... I guess a safe environment for them where they're not trying to compete too much for each other or for uh, mom or dad's love. They just want to do their best. Uh, My my one competitive baby, she just wants to, my youngest, she just wants to just do everything right, uh, whatever the cost. And it it just shows, and it's just funny to see. It's just funny to see their different personalities and just grow and just uh, learn about life. I love it.
0: What type of activities are the girls involved with?
1: Uh, they're involved uh, gymnastics. We have them in that, and then and now they're in dance. Um, they really like dance, and they both like it. Um, and they like swimming exactly. They like swimming also. They're, let's just say they have understood uh, how to hold their breath the water, and so that's just. It's just they're they're learning every every day, and once they get the hang of something, it's just their joy and excitement of mastering it. There's nothing, there's nothing, there's no other joy as a parent. So it's good.
0: That's awesome, especially that they're comfortable in the water at such a young age. That's big. Uh, The girls are definitely very photogenic. I follow you and your wife, AutoMajure22 on Instagram. Uh, They take a beautiful picture. How would you feel about them uh, getting involved with childhood acting? Um,
1: Childhood acting, I would say no, but as far as taking pictures, that is something that my wife, uh, I guess, in a sense wants to do. Um, I have no problem with it, but it's just as long as you know that there's a time and place for everything. Um, I don't want you to be a child actor, and you know we we know how child actors are, I guess, <laughs> uh, when they grow up, but, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I don't know if that's a stereotype or not, but I don't want it to happen to my kids, but, you know, very cute, very personal, um, do really well, so whatever they want to do, I'll support them and let's just try our best.
0: Now, how about yourself? We know about autumn and her reality show there with wags. Have you and autumn been approached to do a reality show about your family? And would you consider?
1: Uh, no, not about our show. We have, or about our family. though no, we haven't. Um, I was just, I don't know if I would really take that opportunity just because I don't want to really thrust my family into reality TV again. Uh, but we're the Harrison Office.
0: Fair enough. Okay. A struggle for many of us first-class fathers is staying in shape. Uh, you and your boys have developed something special that can help out with that. Please tell my listeners a little bit about Bodyfly Fitness.
1: Yeah, so Bodyfly Fitness, and uh, me and a couple Navy veterans, we developed a portable resistance training machine that allows any user to get a full-body workout anywhere at any time. Uh, so it's a state-of-the-art fitness equipment and really you can get a small workout or uh, you can get a quick workout in a small amount of time anywhere. And uh, right now we're actually in locations where people can use them in uh, group setting classes and love it.
0: All right, and tell my listeners where they can go if they're interested in buying one or to try to get some more information about it.
1: Yeah, you want to get some more info and buy one? We're on all social media platforms at bodyflyfitness dot com, but please go check out www dot bodyflyfitness dot com. Uh, you'll see a lot of info there, a lot of great pictures, a lot of great people working out and video. And uh, really, it's a piece of equipment that you've never seen before. So we're able to service anybody and everybody's needs. You know, we have financing available, so let's make it happen.
0: Awesome. Are you involved with coaching kids at all in football or any other sports?
1: Um, right now, no coaching um I'm always available to come help out, come speak to the kids, come run around with the kids. It's just you gotta reach out to me. I'll come no problem It's just you know i I come when is and since when I'm summoned, you know, I like working with kids uh, but making that a full time gig. I haven't really done that. i have trying to make body fly my full time gig and make sure i uh get some business growth here soon.
0: All right, my coaching dads out there listening, come on, hit them up. That'd be a great opportunity. All right, Shayee, how about your NFL career? Are you all done, or are you still eligible to return if someone reached out to you?
1: Yeah, no, I'm eligible to go back to the NFL. You know, I can turn in some papers and, hey, I'm not retired anymore. Uh, but I leave it to the professionals, let's just say that. You know, I, uh, I retired, and I'm happily and thankfully retired. Um, no, no more concussions, no more hits. Over injuries, you know, that I can surely uh, avoid. But I enjoyed my time in the NFL. You know, I was an undrafted free agent, played six years, which is kind of a damn near miracle. um And really, you know, enjoyed my time, played with a lot of great guys, um was coached by a lot of different uh great men that just wanted to pour their, you know, their knowledge into us and our career so that we can be successful. So, um, I salute them, I salute my time in uh, in the NFL and what I did, and now it's just, let me just leave it to the professionals to do their jobs.
0: All right, it is now time for a word from today's sponsors, and I'll be right back with more of the action on First Class Fatherhood. BodyFly, developed by United States Navy and National Football League veterans, BodyFly is the time-saving compact alternative to traditional large and heavy workout machines. Designed for multiple exercises with variable resistance settings that adapt to all levels of experience. BodyFly can be utilized for high-intensity workouts, circuit, group, and personal training. Portable, effective, versatile. Visit them today, BodyFlyFitness.com. All right, I'd be very curious to get your opinion on this. It's become one of the focal points of the NFL, unfortunately, as the season gets ready to get underway here. What's your feeling on the players who are taking a knee during our national anthem?
1: Oh, yeah, no, the guys that are taking knees, hey, more power to you. Um, uh, Let's just say if it was me and it was a difference between, you know, a six-figure check or, you know, potentially (laughs) being unemployed, uh, my hands are tied. I have a family, like, you know. Stand locker room, certain made things different now, or uh, just stand up and just make a set. um I, That's just my opinion. Obviously, I'm not in it anymore, and that check is not still available to me. So, who knows what I would do if I was in that situation? But I'm pretty sure I know what I would do as far as if it meant making my employer happy, or you know, keeping a job or not having a job. So I, I respect what they're doing. I really do. Um, but I also respect, you know, Dak Prescott and his situation, as far as he, you know, he needs to have the the faith, the respect of his employer. If he has a good year, he can get paid more than he's ever made in the last four years. So it's kind of like, what do you expect me to do?
0: All right, fair points. I know you may have a little bit of a different perspective on this next question, being the fact that you have two young daughters, but a very difficult decision for many dads out there is deciding whether or not to let their kid play tackle football. So I would love to uh, have an NFL veteran weigh in here on the topic. With everything we know today about concussions, how do you feel or what is the right age for young kids to be playing contact sports, especially football?
1: Yeah, no, that's a great question. So obviously, I have daughters, so I'm not, let's just not say that they can't play football, but we're not really going to have that that issue. Um, as far as a son, I, I guess I guess it starts with me. I didn't start playing tackle football until I was a, a freshman in high school, so that late start, in a sense, helps me. Um, and I pretty much uh, advise other parents and people who I speak with that. My path, that's what I did, and it helped me, so, uh, I would try it for you. You know, have your kids just play other sports, tackle, or I mean, uh, flag football, baseball, soccer, swimming, wrestling, all that stuff, where it's not, they're not playing contest sports, but they're still learning how to play sports, that getting that same hard work, dedication, um, and just that football, uh, uh sport activity, I guess you could say. So, um, I would hold them off, but, you know, if you want to take flag up, uh, Flag still, you still learn the fundamentals of football, and it's still fun.
0: Yeah, that's great advice. I have my boys involved in flag football, which wasn't available to me when I was their age. Uh, They are learning the game without having to take all the blows to the head, so.
1: Agreed, agreed, and, you know, it's, it's tough to see my kids, you know, even fall, you know, or sprain your ankle, or, you know, or whatever the case may be, or just, you know, they're trying to get a cookie or something, and they fall on, the, on their following shelf. It's just a hard film. like, oh, oh, that's rough. But I can't imagine uh, a parent sitting on the stands and just watching their kid take the a shot <laughs> to the head and just slow or woozy to get up at, you know, nine years old. Like, that's just hard. So, um, however however, your parents' still are, whatever you want to everybody your child in, that's good. It's just the main thing is for them to learn and have fun and just work hard with others.
0: All right. How about the high school kids that are playing right now and they're hoping to take their game to the next level? What type of advice do you have for those kids and their fathers?
1: Yeah. The advice for a high school, uh high school athlete really is enjoy what opportunities that you have, um, fight for the opportunities that you don't have and create them. Uh, if you're about to go into college, you know, you have an opportunity of a lifetime whether you, you know you're a scholarship athlete or you're not. Um you're chosen for a reason. So continue to put that hard work and effort and energy and excel, you know. They brought you, but they also brought 16 other guys. So it's a doggy dog world and you're learning that at a, at a young age and you got to persist at all costs and I, I tell people, you know, a lot of I wouldn't say there's you know, most great athletes in the NFL, I wouldn't say that, but because they are they're you know, they're in the top of their sports, but a lot of people don't make it. Not because they weren't talented enough. They make it because of the other intangibles as far as uh they didn't keep up with their grades, they got in trouble, uh, they were weren't doing what they were supposed to, they got injured. You know what I mean? There's just all of this there's all these different characteristics and If you could say, hey, I'm a good student, or I don't go out at night, or I don't do this, this, X, Y, and Z, like you increase your chances and opportunities to excel and make it to the next level. So that is kind of my goal. It's a long-winded answer, but, you know, most guys get in trouble or don't have longer careers or don't go far in college because they get in trouble or they don't know their plays or they're they're just not being uh an exemplary person, so that is pretty much the goal. Just be a good person.
0: all right. I don't want to get you in any trouble here with the next question, but uh, are you planning on having any more kids?
1: Is my wife listening? I'm just playing no, um <laughs> uh let's just say we're we're just on pause, you know we're on pause. We had two two under four. uh I don't really want to have four under four. Well, that's not possible now, but <laughs> um really uh we we're, we're just we're just planning it out, trying to get our get our lives in, on track and uh really just trying to get some business growth. That's pretty much it.
0: okay. I'll leave that right there. Tell me what are some of your favorite vacation spots to go to with the family?
1: uh favorite vacation spots, so we've taken them to Florida. uh we need to go back now they're a little older, go to Disney World. uh my wife's family, they're out in Florida. For mom and dad, you know, we just got to hop on over to the Bahamas. That would be a great little thing, great little trip, you know. We've done that before, so we just got to go do it again.
0: All right, yeah, I always like to ask the fathers that come on the podcast here. I'll phrase it a little differently for you. What kind of advice could you give the new father of twins or the about-to-be dad that's expecting twins that's out there listening?
1: Oh, man, it's going to be rough for, I'd say,
0: two and a half years,
1: you know. But you can do it. You can get through it, and just love them, love your family as hard, you know, uh, as much as you can. Take as many pictures as you can, because I don't remember my kids at a very young age. Like, like I miss the times they were like five months. They were very small, and I know everyone says that, but it's just it goes fast, and now they will never be that small again. I have all the pictures, all the videos. It's just. Cherish those days, and those moments. Even when you know two of them you know, come right into your room, and it's like six in the and it's like, "Hey, Dad, I'm hungry. Breakfast. Let's go." And you're thinking, like, "Ah, oh. those cherish those those mornings." I guess you could say.
0: Yep, this is the fourth go around for my wife and I, and we really are trying to savor all the moments. We know that it goes very quickly. Uh, so we're definitely doing our best to absorb all the awesome times we're having with our little girl, you know, who's a toddler already. Exactly. Mhm. All right, Shay, what's next for you? I know you're focused on the, on the business with Body Fly, uh, but what are your goals now, and what are you working on? You got anything coming up? Uh, just kind of staying silent, kind
1: of just steady grinding. of uh, my business is out there. Um, I'm trying to. Uh, move that obscurity veil and get more people to know about the body flying. Most people say, hey, I love that. I want it for home. Buy it. Let's make something happen. You know, I, I got content. I got everything available for you so you can get an effective workout. Um, as far as what's next, I just living my life, really. Uh, you know, I'm 31 years old and enjoying life um, and really just enjoying my family, just continuing to work hard and enjoying the process and We'll see how that we'll see where that gets me.
0: All right, this has been great. Uh anything else you want to add before I uh, wrap this up?
1: Um, nothing else I wanna add other than, you know, I appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Um, I hope this has been fruitful, beneficial to our listeners. Um and really just reach out to me. I'm on social media. Um uh all social media ha- hashtag handles and really would just love to connect with uh anybody that, you know. Striving for more and uh, wants to grow. Let's get it done.
0: All right. First Class Father, Shay E. Tutu. thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood.
1: Hey, no problem. Thank you very
0: much. We'll be right back after a quick spot. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood, I'd like to give a special thank you once again to Shay E. Tutu for giving me a few minutes of his time here. And I want to say thank you to the listeners out there. I really appreciate all your support that you guys are giving me and pushing this podcast up the charts there where it belongs. Hopefully it will stay there for a while. Uh, Episode 68, I will be dropping on Wednesday. I'm going to smack you guys with the topic of the day. And then Friday, I'll be releasing episode 69, where I will be joined by legendary police narcotics officer, hostage negotiator, close quarters combat instructor, and of course, First class father, Rafa Kande will be joining me here. So please check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Alec Lace. Please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, I am Alec Lace. That's all I got for you today. And remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.